Think of your main characters as dinner guests. Would your friends want to spend 10 hours with the characters you've created? Your characters can be lovable or they can be evil, but they'd better be compelling. Poe Bronson. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Uhol. And I'm Lee Essence. We spoke last episode in great detail about characters making stupid decisions that are out of character can be a huge red flag in setting your story aside. But if they're in character and just annoying, especially if it's your main character, I can also see myself setting aside a story for the same reason. Having an annoying main character is a very delicate balance because yes, you can absolutely have one that annoys your readers, so long as it's still compelling. My tolerance level for this is really low. I might keep reading, but I am absolutely going to hate it every step of the way. Mine is a little bit higher. I'm going to go with a 6 out of 10. I'll tolerate it to a certain extent, but I will find myself rooting for the villain a lot of the time or a sidekick or some other character. If your hero, your main character, is annoying, I'm hoping they die. And that may or may not be what you're aiming for as an author. This is, of course, a very subjective thing. Because traits that I find annoying, Lee's not going to find annoying. There are some stories that I've read where I get annoyed by the character, but I know that everybody else will absolutely love it. I just personally don't like a particular trait of a character because I find it annoying in real life, too. There are a handful of things that we can agree on that make for a very annoying main character that will help us put the book down. The biggest one of these is, again, that Mary Sue. The, my life is so difficult, I have to choose between two hot men and everyone thinks I'm gorgeous. I will want to strangle that character. I hope she gets a reality check very quickly. Because these main characters are usually the epitome of... They never see any value in themselves, even though they happen to be fantastic at everything. And it feels like the fantasy fulfillment that Mary Sue's were written to be. And I cannot stand that. This usually becomes an unreliable narrator story and not in a good way. One that I see fairly frequently that kind of annoys me but I'm more likely to tolerate it, is that self-fulfilling prophecy. Sherlock Holmes is my go-to example for this. Nothing that Sherlock does should make sense. It's like, here's how these pieces that we've been given connect. That's one possible way for these pieces to connect, but you can also look at that and go, well, they could also be connecting this way and have this completely other solution to the story. But because Sherlock is always right, therefore... Sherlock is always right and he knows what he's doing. Doyle is making sure that Sherlock's right, not necessarily Sherlock's intellect. That self-fulfilling prophecy slows my belief in the story because we're just supposed to take it on faith. One of the most annoying traits for me is going to be a contradictory personality. I saw this in a book. I ended up loving the book, even though I really just There were points in there I wanted to punch the main character, but it's because she was self-contradictory. She herself was very stubborn, refused to accept help from anybody, 
hated when people asked her for help. But then when she would offer help to her family and they would give her the same treatment, she'd get super annoyed and mad at them. Like, yeah, you do the same thing, honey. You need to get off your high horse and just stop being stupid. And that was super annoying for me. Not quite annoying enough for me to set down a book, but keep an eye out for that in your writing. How often is your character unreasonably self-contradictory? Another thing that I see people write into a main character that makes them incredibly annoying is when they're unsympathetic. I, a long time ago, started a book called Lord Fowl's Bane. And we're supposed to not like the character. He's grumpy. He's unsympathetic. Okay, I can go along with that. He gets transported into this fantasy land and someone takes time out of their day and brings him back to her cottage and says, I think you might be the prophesied one to save us all. So he rapes her. I can't root for that character anymore. There's no logic to it. There's no sympathy to that character. He makes a lot of really terrible decisions, but I was rooting for the bad guy the entire time that I read it, and I did not finish it. You can absolutely have an unsympathetic character, but there needs to still be a reason for us to be rooting for that character. And that is a really difficult balance to strike. So as a new author, we suggest you just don't. Make your character somebody that your readers can align with. Otherwise, you're going to end up with the Lord Falbane situation and Lee's going to actually chuck it across the room. Been there, done that. Now, we've talked about the things that this annoying main character will do. There are some things that we want to separate from that and that are acceptable in books and not necessarily a red flag. Your character can absolutely have flaws. Must. Yes, must have flaws. <laughs> Those flaws don't make them annoying. The reason Mary Sue's are so annoying is because they're supposed to have flaws, but none of those flaws are actually flaws. Yes, my flaw is that I'm gorgeous and everyone loves me. I see that way more often than I would like. Yeah. (laughs) And of course, it's not your stupid characters. Like I was mentioning last episode, the book series I'm loving right now, your main character makes a lot of really dumb decisions. But it's entertaining and he has to get himself out of them in the long run. It's in character. It's not necessarily intelligent, but it's fun. And remember that your main character can start out as annoying and that is perfectly okay so long as part of their storyline leads them to maturing and changing and fixing some of those problems. So one of the reasons that story that I was talking about that I ended up really liking, despite really hating that main character, is because by the end, she accepted that she needed help. She started opening up and accepting that and stopped getting mad at her family for doing the same thing. One of the prompts for the writing club that we have that I've tossed around is to take something that's outside of your genre, especially the more hated this thing is in your personal life, the better then turn it on its head and write your short story about that. So I would have the main character be a Mary Sue and a super obvious Mary Sue, but it ends with a reality check. That would be a fun little short story and a good exercise for you if you have certain things that you hate. Lean into it and then give yourself a reason to hate it even more. The reason why annoying characters are red flags is because 
First and foremost, it keeps me from connecting with the character. If I'm annoyed at them the entire time, if I don't like them, why am I rooting for them? Why do I care about their story? I don't. And I do believe in character-driven stories. If the story is character-driven and I don't like the character who's driving, I'm hopping out of that car. I also feel like it tends to romanticize the wrong things for your audience. Disney princesses, especially during the Disney Renaissance, are huge victims of this romanticizing toxic relationships. So having Jasmine make a terrible decision and go flying on a magic carpet in the middle of the night. Terrible plan, hun. But he's cute. Okay. Yeah, well, that worked out great for Anna and Frozen. He's cute. He tried to freeze me and my sister, but he's cute. (laughs) Now, if you have found yourself writing that annoying main character, that unsympathetic main character, there are ways to fix it. One of the first ways you're going to look at it is to deepen the reason and the logic behind the decisions that they're making. Okay, he is trying to save the damsel in distress every time because once in his past he couldn't or he made the wrong decision. So therefore, we understand why he's making these dumb decisions and it's now in character. So long as there is a reason behind it, we're a lot more willing to accept character flaws because then it does become a flaw. Your other characters are also going to play a very large role in fixing this. If you have other characters call out your main character about this annoying trait, then you as an author acknowledge that it exists. And that alone can make a big difference in accepting it as part of the story, accepting it as part of the character, rather than just saying this was bad writing. This sexist character I keep talking about has strong female characters surrounding him that say, you're being a chauvinistic pig, let me take the gun in this fight. They call him out as friends on all of his annoying traits. So if your audience doesn't align with your hero in that case, they have someone else to align with and they can continue the story that way. And of course, the other way to fix it is to let the character grow out of whatever annoying trait it is. Let them grow into someone that we love, even if they don't start off that way. My tolerance level shifts a lot if I can see that this is a part of the story, that it is part of the character's growth path. I'm willing to set aside my annoyance so long as it's actually acknowledged, addressed, and fixed in some way. This is one of those things that it's kind of hard to tell yourself if it's a problem. This is where your beta readers, where your editors can really help you determine if a character is annoying or not and how to fix it. But don't worry a whole lot about it in the writing process. You just need to focus on developing a good character with good history, with strong basis for everything that they do. If you can do that in your storytelling process, most likely you're going to end up with a fantastic story and a fantastic character progression. And that all starts with writing selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>